0: The first time I saw it, I got goosebumps. It was perfect for me. I felt like we could go anywhere together. (sighs) There's nothing like finding your match on Cars.com. With over 50,000 cars added daily and a powerful advanced search, you're sure to discover the one. Cars.com. It's magical. Click or tap to find your perfect match on Cars.com today.
1: Selling your car on Cars.com is so fast. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. Get the best offer instantly, confirm with the dealer, and the money's yours. Cars.com is magical. Tap to sell
0: on cars.com today. And good morning. This is the Falcons podcast. It is unfortunately another losing Monday morning, but on the bright side, the Falcons have now entered the top 10 in the 2023 draft. They're Must sitting nice. there. <laughs> they're sitting there as the. Uh, The number ten seed with uh, the number ten pick with the Saints. If the Saints can upset the Buccaneers tonight, they move up to number nine. So teetering on. This is just the way the the NFL loves it. Teetering on either the playoffs or a top seven pick in the NFL draft because you're five and eight. Nick, how are you doing this morning? My name's Scott Kennedy. I go by Scout Kennedy on uh, pretty much everywhere else on social media and the like and that's nick kendall nick how
1: are you this morning i'm doing pretty well i'm just exhausted uh from this broncos team but uh, excited to see the uh all the college playoffs and how the bowl games play out and getting excited for the nfl draft so we're starting to make progress towards that uh no doubt starting to dig into some of the players here and getting the uh the announcements you know some kind of it's always sometimes a little bit of a shock this time of year where some guys go back that you weren't expecting but uh It'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, hence your name, Scout Kennedy, and how we kind of first got linked up on this. It was very draft-oriented. So we're – even though our football teams are skidding <laughs> right now, uh, it's got some fun stuff ahead.
0: This is one of those years where you really didn't need a playoff for yeah. uh, for college football. <clears throat> I got a one and a two. Let's just play them. Let's be done yeah. with it. You know, um, I kind of joked. I'm like, college football, where they don't give an F about your conference championship um yeah. you know it's like they didn't have to play last weekend
1: no <laughs> i mean usc um,
0: did right like i know but it's like they yeah. they only could lose by playing you yeah. know they would have been if they didn't play they would have been they would have been in
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know which is unfortunate where where ohio state didn't play and now they're in you know that's that's uh that's unfortunate that they yeah. they, they treat it that way but uh again it's their playoff they can do whatever they want to let's say good morning we're going to talk some college we're going to talk some the only college football we're going to talk from here on out is talking about players headed to the pros michael ronquillo says good morning scott and and nick on falcon on the falcons podcast appreciate you appreciate you joe Cannon says good morning scott nick do i smell a quarterback change on the horizon there's something in the air there is joe there is something on the air RC plane builder says, good morning. Good morning to you as well. And I just want to remind everybody I've been meaning to do this is, uh, at the beginning, if you don't want to, you know, watch us the whole time, you can go to falconspodcast.com and you will have all of your listening options up there. Spreaker iTunes, uh, there, all of the other different ones. I enough of them that I can't even name them all. There's about six different ways you can listen to this after the fact, just go to falconspodcast.com and you'll see the list of uh of different ways that you can watch uh listen to us after the fact. So uh I titled the show around uh, I was going to just talk about it is let's 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 title the show what the falcons are doing off season plans, you know, where they're really doing. But then Arthur Smith changed his tune. We've seen him before when every, when he's asked even in the preseason where he shot down any talk of a quarterback change. Um sometimes pretty snarkily. This time, when he was asked about a quarterback change, his tune was a little different. Let's listen in real quick. Are you planning on making a change at quarterback? Well, Mike, you know, it's a unique time. We're getting ready to go in the bye. So we'll evaluate everything. Everything, every job's open. What,
1: I guess at this point, what goes into that decision, as you've seen 13 We just weeks. finished the
0: game, obviously. You know, got some private thoughts, but we need to, decompress we need to meet as a staff and there's a lot of things we you know sure we've been close but we got to evaluate everything we got to get back over the hump get back in the winning category and so there's a lot that needs to be evaluated talked about and discussed um and i understand the questions right now it's just the game just ended but the buy is coming at a, at a good time for us the it is, is actually it is that's what 13 games without a buy yeah. that's uh the buy is coming at a good time Um, you know, that didn't there wasn't there a season where there were two buys because there was an odd number of teams or something? You had two bye weeks. I feel like there was, maybe that was college. Um, but it's 13 straight games. The injuries have taken a toll on this team, Nick. So let's get immediately and we can talk about the, the rest of the team in a minute. Let's immediately get to his comments there. Um, that was a striking change in what how he has acted after being asked about the quarterback situation for him. Yep. That was a big deal, um, yep. so you know what what were your thoughts on that?
1: I I think that it's, it's happening. I think it's time. I think they're going to make the move. Marcus Mariota has played pretty poorly uh, the last few weeks, in my opinion. And you are sitting there at what is it five and eight now on the season? Yeah, five and eight. You know, don't don't kid yourself where you're at right now. If Mariota was playing better football and you were losing these games, maybe there's a different conversation. But you are probably entering the evaluation mode. And now that you have a bye week built in here to get the other quarterback ready Mm -hmm. and you are sitting there with a top 10 pick, you have some hard questions to ask. You're going to be in a position where you might be tempted by a quarterback and all the information you can gather on Desmond Ritter is going to help inform that decision. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's probably time Um, again, if Mariota was playing better, we wouldn't be having this conversation, but you're sitting there five and eight. He's not playing great. And this team is built to at least consider The quarterback option right now, especially with how much cash you have coming around here. You can uh, pay some free agents to jumpstart that quarterback and build what that guy does. Well, he's a deep ball thrower. You can go out there and pay a speed option. He's a runner. You can go out there and pay a left guard or another tight end or a running back or something like that. So I think it's probably time uh, to make the move and start that evaluation process. So that way you can make the most informed decision possible this offseason.
0: I agree. Again, you're five and eight, and you've got a chance to clear about twelve million dollars if if Marcus Mariota is not your quarterback next year. Then it doesn't necessarily mean Desmond Ritter will be. But you're also now knocking on the door of being able to get one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft. Um, you're up in the top ten. It might take a top five pick, <clears throat> which isn't out of the question at this point because, like last year, the Falcons' strength of schedule is very very poor. Which in draft parlay means it's very very good. So if they're tied, they get the they get the the tiebreaker. So there were like mm-hmm. four teams last year that were that finished seven and ten, four or five, and the Falcons picked first out of all those because their strength of schedule was the easiest, and they still only went seven and ten. It's that way again this year. Their strength of schedule isn't very good. No, uh, and they're they've lost some games and have dropped to five and eight. Um, Carl comes in. Good morning, Carl, comes in on Facebook. <clears throat> he says, very dissatisfied with the, the way the Falcons played yesterday. I don't understand why uh, Ritter is not getting a chance. I I don't know that Arthur Smith is the answer for the Falcons. Yeah, I, w- I said during the game yesterday, this looked like the first game, this one in Carolina, where it felt like it was kind of the team we thought they were going to be, where they were just outmatched. And, you know, we started thinking about this team because last year's team was 7-10. and 10. It was a bad team. You know, it, that's what gave me hope for. Arthur Smith and Dean Peace as they they won 7 games with Smoke and Mirrors last year against a really easy schedule which I said. So where are the upgrades Nick? Where where did that this team get better from one year to the next? Name me a couple players you think that have made this team what you would think would be upgrades over last year.
1: You talking about players that themselves have improved or new players Just in Players
0: the from I, like last year on the starting 22 I said there might be 5 NFL players on the starting 22. Mm-hmm. this year they got better mm-hmm. in several okay, build it spots. Up like dessert. so I'm trying yeah. to lead you into this but basically I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah I'm setting you up for the, the injuries on the on the on the players they got better at edge Arnold W yes. out they got yeah. better on the defensive line Taekwon Graham made a leap from one step to the next out they went and signed Casey Hayward over fabian Moreau who I saw on someone else's highlight yesterday getting toasted yesterday out. They got better at left guard. Eli Wilkinson uh, coming in for Jalen Mayfield out. <laughs> it, it goes on and on and on where this team's not very deep. Yep. It's, not, it, it's, just, it's, it's not all that talented. Again, you're talking about $98 million on the field compared to an available 210 because of dead cap and injuries. $98 million. That's, That's last crazy. by a lot. Yeah. By a lot. I mean, we're the Oakland A's of uh, of of the NFL, and um, but baseball's different. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as far as money goes, we're last. The the Falcons yeah. are last. Yet they've still been in every game, every single game. You know, one score games, and they've come up short a few times against other bad teams. The Steelers look terrible. I mean, they didn't look good yesterday, Nick. they're, but, they're not. I've been very pleased with Arthur Smith on the whole, considering what he's got to work with.
1: Yeah, you know, absolutely. And uh, some other guys out there as well, you know, Drake or uh, Kyle Pitts (laughs) Mm -hmm. out. So you are missing. That's that's a downgrade.
0: You know, when your number one goes from Kyle Pitts to a a rookie and Drake London, Kyle Pitts was better last year than Drake London
1: is this year. Now you've only got one of them out. Yep. So it's a, it's a team that's kind of falling apart and you hit it. You hit on it in terms of the the dead cap impacting the depth this team hasn't hit the wave of injuries like the broncos have who are just you know voodoo doll level decimated as far as injuries this year but you are dealing with you know one hand behind your back to start the year with all the dead cap and now that injuries are starting to pile up at this point mm-hmm. Arthur Smith right about the uh, the bye week coming at the right time but now that injuries are piling up the depth that this team lacks because of the dead cap uh, is really starting to be exposed uh, so luckily you've gotten, I guess this far. And also you kind of know where you're at at this season. I mean, you can just looking at the, uh, tank right now, the Falcons sitting there at 10, but you're at five and eight. The Carolina Panthers are at four and eight. And guess what? If you guys, you know, all those teams above you with a one less win, um, uh, you end up getting tied with them. You win the strength of schedule. I mean, this Falcons team well, could propel themselves into the top five. Uh, Panthers, you draft. might have
0: them based on division uh, record. Cause I think the Falcons are one and three in the division and the Panthers have been better than that. Um, Cause it was head to head was a split, but you know, I'm looking out there and you know, Amir Abdullah, who I've been a fan of based on, you know, I, I like the scrappy guys that come in, mm-hmm. you know, picked up off of waivers and come in and do a job. But he was a guy who was picked up off of waivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're starting one um, of your starting interior linemen, when you rotate in, I'm like, I follow these guys every day. And I can't tell, I can't tell you for certain. I can tell you where, Um, Quentin Bell, who, who I don't, I must've written about him at one point, but I'm like, okay, I'm looking on the field and you've got Tim, uh, Timmy Horn, Jaleel Johnson and Quentin Bell as your front three on your defensive line. You know, I always think of major league, Nick, you know, who the, for these guys, who are these effing guys, you know, those are, those are your front three on the defensive line. You wonder why you're having trouble stopping somebody. Yeah. I mean, this this roster, the the credit I give to the players on this roster for the fight and the win, even winning five games up until this point, and the coaching staff is immense. I, I think they've they've
1: played really hard and really well. They're just outmanned. Yeah, outmanned and limited in terms of the drop back passing game. Anytime you have, to, I feel like you have to function in that. The offensive line doesn't look nearly as good, and Marcus Mariota is not very good there. And the weapons lack of uh weapons on the outside becomes pretty obvious, but, uh, yep. It's a team that multiple directions you can go, uh, definitely arriving a year late, but starting to, the record is starting to regress to about where we expected it. This team is starting to look like how we thought it would be this year, given the lack of resources. So, uh, again, hats off to Arthur Smith and all the coaches for how they've outperformed uh, expectations so far this season, not to, you know, dog them. They're out there doing their best and they've looked much more competent than we expected. We were expecting it down to top team picking in the top three Um, and they're much more uh, fighting them than that. So Mm -hmm. we'll be interesting to see how they finish the stretch. And even if they are out of the playoffs, it does seem like, you know, what were you sniffing the air before the episode started or Mm -hmm. finger licking the finger in the wind, the winds have changed a bit. I think it it might be a Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter season in Atlanta.
0: And and talking about Desmond Ritter, Nathan Floyd, uh, appreciate you coming in, Nathan uh, posted this comment. when We were talking about the quarterback change. He says his body, when we were playing the video, says the body language looks like disappointment from Arthur Smith, not just from that game, but from the decision at hand, you know, losing three in a row. And I said this at the beginning of the year, Nathan, when he was getting snarky with the local reporters, I'm like, dude, it's, this is the easy part. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, what's it going to be like when you've lost three or four in a row with this team? Cause you're gonna, I don't care who's coaching this team. It's just, this team's not built well enough to go 11 and six. Thank you, Thomas Dimitrov. Um, the it's, it's going to happen and a little resignation a little humility. It's, it's not the worst thing in the world. And like I've said, these guys, it's, to me, it's almost like having, I don't want to hire an offensive coordinator or, or from Ohio state or Alabama or, or USC, where they're going to out talent yeah. 99 times teams out of a hundred that they play against. This team is learning how to coach. <laughs> they're learning how to scout and evaluate talent. They're handicapped. They they're having to do things better than everybody else just to stay competitive. Now, when the playing field gets leveled next year, and you're going and playing with 100 million dollars in salary cap room, and you've got another top 10 pick, which they'll probably take another pass catcher with, um, you know, a bunch of a bunch of high picks because it's not just the first round. They can get players to help. Then, you know, then this team should accelerate fairly quickly. but the decision at hand with Desmond Ritter, because now again you are getting to the point where do we want to use this first round pick on a quarterback? You need to know. You you yeah. really need to you need to know what you've gotten Ritter. Give him four games. Maybe you don't need to use it on a quarterback, but maybe you do. This the, the opportunity shouldn't come around again for a while after this season. You you should be hovering at five hundred or better for the near future. Yeah. Um. So this could be your last chance at getting a, a pick in the top 10 for a while. You're hoping you're
1: hoping anyway.
0: Yeah. Things um, can go off
1: the rails. Be careful of expectations. I said the sad Bronco fan. <laughs> uh, but you know, you're hundred percent correct. Luckily I will say at this point, Scott, I don't think there's a wide receiver worthy of a top 10 pick in this upcoming draft that I would swing on. Um, so I what? think there were, there were last season, uh, but not this year. Garrett Wilson, man, he's looked incredible uh, since they made the switch in the, with the jets with uh, Mike white out there. Um, Jake London's still going to be good, but I think Garrett Wilson was the best wide receiver in the last class, but I digress. Mark Lennon mode coming in here saying, howdy, Scott and Nick rage quitting, rage quitting. Indeed. That's how I feel about the darn Broncos here recently. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, and we got Colin coming in saying, when did this become about the Falcons? We always do the Falcons show on. Uh, Colin's Monday not morning. paying attention to his notifications. So,
0: you know, you know, every Monday at 9am, Colin, that's okay. Take a sip of coffee. We'll see you at mile high huddle in about 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Uh, But talking about the uh, talking about the draft here, I think you are in a position where it's going to be probably defense the way it sets up. I think, you know, sitting there in the top 10, there are a number of edge rushers and defensive tackles uh, that have a chance to fall to the Falcons there. So those are the names that I'd be keeping an eye on. Maybe a cornerback. There are some good cornerbacks as well, Mm -hmm. but those are the spots I would be the most intrigued by the one that throws a wrench in it is Caleb McGarry. What happens with him? Is he, you know, is he franchise tagged? Then do you take. Probably not, no. but it's always it's always an option.
0: No, <laughs> no, Jerry's playing well. He's not playing twenty million dollars well.
1: Come on, S- sometimes you no. use that though as a
0: negotiation tactic uh, to, no. to extend uh, the window. I don't want to risk the fact that he might say yes. He, he might. Uh, of course, he would. Oh, you want to tag me? Okay, great. I mean, no, he is not a he's not a twenty million dollar
1: right tackle. I think so. you are going to be. It's going to be eye popping what he ends up getting that's fine him, let him
0: go then okay let him go that's let then that's go. a conversation I mean, if, if he ends up with six years 90 million dollars you know five years 90 and he's at 17 18 a pop but congratulations dude yeah, um like I, we I know saw you it. had a uh had a really good um you had a really good contract
1: year good for yeah. you bye that makes things a little hot, harder of course for you and then it yeah. changes the conversation um Maybe you talk about a Paris Johnson then in that regard, who has some guard and tackle ability as well. But uh, I don't know. You're going to have a lot of cap space, especially if you're playing a rookie quarterback next year. You might um, live with it for a season. I know you hate it, but I think it's certainly something they are mulling over uh, right now in Atlanta. It wouldn't just be for a season, though. You don't
0: franchise somebody unless you want to keep them for usually a little bit longer than that. I mean, that's like it's a it's a year to get them to get them locked down. I mean, you franchise someone you want to be a franchise player
1: or you make them prove it again. If somebody who's you you know you haven't seen them do it consistently, okay, let's see if that was a mirage, do it again. Obviously, it's expensive though.
0: <laughs> Monty coming in. Um, oh, and, and Antonio Langford says, Good morning, guys on Facebook. Appreciate you coming in. Says, Good morning, guys. It's Ritter time. I think you're right. I, I think it is. And Monty, Monty comes in, he says, Well, the Falcons start Ritter. That's that's where things are kind of blowing this sh- right now. You know, Arthur Smith has basically said as long as we're in it, you know we're in this. We're trying to win games. We're trying to make a play. Well, you've lost three in a row, you know. You've you've lost three in a row. You're five and eight. You haven't looked very good doing it. And your play calling tells me you do not trust your quarterback. You don't mm-hmm. trust your passing game. Now, let me say the quarterback, but let me just let me not put it all on him because it's a it's a receiving group that's not gonna wow anybody. Your number one weapon at tight end is out. Your offensive line, when we've talked about can they drop back and do pure pass sets is a little bit questionable, you know? So when, they, um, when they're when they running the ball and coming right at you, they're really good. Mm-hmm. But the passing game, when I know, when it's third and 12, you know, the end of the game, second to last possession, I think, they get a, after what should have been a touch, the go-ahead touchdown, they get called for a bogus holding penalty on the edge after Cordero Patterson's already in the end zone they uh they're first and 20 first and goal from the 20 running play you know and it might have been from like the 25 like first and goal from the 25 running play man you you it's basically let's keep the let's not do something stupid for two plays and then we'll take a shot into the end zone so that's uh that you don't trust your passing game at all out there that speaks volumes to me nathan says i don't think they're planning on bringing McGarry back. I would. Um, I would absolutely talk to him about, here's five years and 60 with 30 guaranteed. What do you think? Um, you know, in, in the 12 million range, because he's probably on about two and a half right now. Um, Because he's on his, the fourth year deal from his, 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 the fourth year of his uh, rookie contract. And he was at the end, uh, his, his, Yearly cash is 1.8. His cap hit this year is 3.2, um, dead cap of two. And he would have had a 13 million option this year. Would have had a 13 million option this year if they had decided to pick it up. They didn't. I don't know. What's 15. Now you got me thinking about it. You know, 15 on a, on that option. Would he be worth 15 a year? What's, what is the top salaries, uh, they do by average salaries when yeah. they're doing, I would think they do all positions and it's offensive line. It's not even tackle. I don't think 23, 23, 22, 22, 19, seven. So it, a
1: franchise tag on Caleb McGarry would be 21, five. No, I'm not doing it. And there's also different options of the franchise tag, right? There's the exclusive. There's the non-exclusive, which can bump it down, which then somebody can trade you a pick if they want to sign him. So you can finagle it a tad, but, uh, yeah, looking at the money here, I, yeah, I can't see them actually, looking just how the data is. The top five uh, tackles in this class, it's probably going to come out to about 21.5, like you said. So I think anywhere from – I think he's going probably going to ask for about 17.5. You guys will probably offer about 14, which is the Jack Conklin mm-hmm. deal. Uh, that would put him at the 22nd tackle. So I think you probably come out somewhere about 15 per year over four that's, years. That's, that's what I said. So, you know yep. – here. 15
0: or 60 over 60 mil. What'd I say? 60 over four with 30 guaranteed. Yep.
1: That's, a, that seems pretty fair.
0: Maybe,
1: maybe he'll set up. It turns a into little... a two year, $15 million a year deal. Yep. And then yeah, that then seems you've really got options time. with options. And with that, you also, again, this comes back to the rookie cost controlled quarterback thing. You can splurge a little bit on the offensive line. If you're not paying huge money to the quarterback and et cetera, et cetera. So maybe it's something you do consider. Uh, no doubt. It's, the tag is expensive. It gives you a little bit more flexibility if his play does regress. Uh, right now, I'm a little bit gun-shy in any contract, given what Denver's dealing with with Russell Wilson. But uh, definitely an option. And we got Nathan coming in saying the last play of the game was a terrible read and horrible throw from Mariota. Yeah, he's fallen off a bit. It's, it was definitely an ugly game for him. And uh, congrats, Nathan, on your uh, Georgia Bulldogs there. Man, what a absolute butt-whooping they put on the uh, Louisiana State Tigers. Oof.
0: Every Pretty. ball that goes... Down the field for him floats. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it, you, you want to talk about you know the you want to make a, a a duck reference to the Oregon former Oregon duck, but you can tell when it comes out of hand, it it has too much air under it. It it, it rises up. It fly. It floats. You can tell. Okay, that's overthrown, but it's not overthrown with velocity. It's overthrown with trajectory because it's not a ton of zip on it and you see it happen a lot in the last play and honestly nathan i didn't even know he had as soon as they didn't get the first down or you know they get the ball on the four as soon as they pin him on the floor i was like well this one's over i mean they don't have the pass game to move the ball down in a field goal range. not enough time i didn't even see it so to me that that last interception was like meh that was like throwing one at the end of a of a half it doesn't yeah. really, you know from your from that type of position doesn't really matter that game was over um it didn't, I don't think it changed the spread. I think it was only like one and a half and it ended up being three, uh, but it was 35. So it may have changed the over under. So there are some betters that were pissed that he didn't run it all the way into the end zone and went out of bounds at the three. Cause I think that would have changed. I think that would have given the over, uh, in that game. Interesting meets Jones coming in. Appreciate you coming in. Meets. love that picture it says, good morning, brotherhood. Good morning. Good morning. Rusty Harness says, good morning. We know Marriott is not the one and haven't seen Ritter to judge my questions. They hit free agency next year for a quarterback of the future. It is nearly impossible to obtain a quarterback, a franchise quarterback of the future in free agency. It is almost impossible. What's the closest we have seen from something like that? You know, Kirk Cousins, and he was wildly overpaid. Yeah. Normally, you're going to have to give up a ton of draft picks or you're going to have to draft really high or you're going to have to give up a ton of draft picks to draft really high. And this is one of the things, Rusty, why I was so adamant about the Falcons taking Justin Fields It's because he was there. He was available at four and they don't come. The quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks aren't available to you in the draft very often. And to go and get one that you don't draft yourself is expensive. It is Trey Lance, three first round draft picks expensive. It is Russell Wilson, three draft picks, including two firsts and three players for a 34-year-old expensive. Um, It's it's expensive. So the Falcons are losing enough now that they're going to be in play to say, take Will Levis? could be there you know or maybe i package it next year's first and i can get up and maybe move from eight to two and get bryce
1: young or cj stroud yeah the falcons might be in for business or excuse me the uh, seahawks they might be mm-hmm. picking pretty darn high with uh, the broncos i guess guess how close the broncos are the a game behind the bears but uh you know flip one of those games and Denver has the number two overall pick yeah You're gonna I, I get a chance better, those I
0: feel games. better about the Bears getting another win than the than the Broncos right now with the with the
1: remaining schedules and the way that teams are playing yeah I don't know enough about the Bears end of schedule I will say that the Broncos defense is going to keep them in games just like they were yesterday and we'll get a chance but to talk they, about the Broncos But right? they, they got they got the Chiefs coming up twice they got the Chargers I mean it's the other two games though are trash the Rams and the Cardinals are yeah. horrible right now so are the Broncos it's a trash bowl yeah but yeah uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, we got a couple people coming in. Rusty, thank you for the comment. We also got Dwayne coming in saying good morning, Scott and Nick. First time I'm able to catch you live. Well, thank you, Dwayne. Hopefully, uh, we're just getting started here. I mean, we've been here all season, but, uh, we do not go away once the season ends. We're entering our, our prime of the season. Scott's going to be traveling to these end of year bowl games. I'm going to be stuck out here in Seattle, grinding the tape in the, the dungeon here. (laughs) got to get multiple monitors set up to watch these games, but, uh, we also got Dwayne continuing on saying no upside to Mariota. Time to move on while we got a chance to still make the playoffs. To see what the future holds with Ritter, I think that probably with this loss, the feasible uh, playoffs probably out of the picture. I mean, anything can happen. With what is it? You have four games left because it's a bye week for you, so you have four games left on the schedule yes. for the Falcons.
0: Yep, yeah, they're five and eight. Four games left. They went till week
1: fourteen to get a bye. Yep, this is this is evaluation time, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have a week to get. Uh, Ritter ready to get all the reps to do install for two weeks, which is big, you know, get him comfortable out there with the first team reps, the center snap exchange, all the mesh point stuff too, that the Falcons like to do those, you know, getting him fully ready. And those four games, you at least have a somewhat of a sample size, how competent you need to be next year or how competent you could be with him next year, how aggressive you need to be on the quarterback. Uh, it's a good time to get the, uh, make that evaluation.
0: So, But I agree. Throw out even the playoffs part. There is still a chance to make the playoffs. And can this team be better right now with Desmond Ritter? Can they be better? Yes. I I mean, this team isn't winning games because of Marcus Mariota. Um, He is being held back based on his limitations. Can you do some more things with Desmond Ritter? Maybe. So this team could feasibly get better in two weeks than they are right now, let alone in four weeks at the end of the year where you've got, a, a like I said, a, a big decision to make on what you want to do with this, what looks like to be another top 10 draft pick. Do you go out – do you need to go out and spend it on a quarterback or can you – do you have him and you need to bolster? I mean, odds are the third-round guy ain't it. That, that That's the way the odds are. Normally you're going to have to use a first-rounder on a guy. But yeah. I thought Desmond Ritter had first-round tools last year and the quarterbacks just fell off the charts. Yeah. Um, the way things fell and you got to steal in the third round. So let's see, I'm, I'm interested in Dwayne. and I really want to see him these last four weeks myself. Um, and talking about the, the quarterback, I didn't even mention Deshaun Watson, you know, trying to go get a 25 year old pro bowl quarterback gets really expensive. Uh, and Jason said the Broncos and Browns just overpaid. That's the cost though. That's the cost. Um, the Broncos aren't talking about overpaying if Russell Wilson's playing at a pro bowl level doesn't even come up not even not even mentioned so that's what's that's what's interesting and and, and Jamal's coming in and says good morning good morning Jamal um we still have two division games Nathan says left on the schedule a big one tonight with the Aints and Tampa we need a ton of luck but it could still happen absolutely everybody else is so bad and what's interesting though Nathan is you're just as likely to finish last <laughs> you're just as likely to finish last in the division Maybe more likely to finish last in the division as you are to win it. But if the Saints win this, the Falcons fall to third behind the Saints. Still have the Saints left to play. Still have Tampa left to play. It could happen. So on that note, we're at 30 minutes. It is 930. We're going to hop on over to uh, Mile High Huddle to see Colin over (laughs) on Broncos for breakfast and see some of y'all too. So appreciate you uh, checking in with us again. Like I said, uh, if you want to listen or catch up on some past episodes, you can check us out at falconspodcast.com. We will be here Wednesday where I really want to get into, Nick, buy or sell. The Falcons have about 35 free agents on their 53-man roster. Who should they bring back? Who are some of the guys you should consider bringing back? Because there's going to be a lot of decisions to make. So I want to go through that and say buy or sell on these guys. And obviously, you can't sell them. It's, you know, buy or walk. Um So we will be back Monday or Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Nick, I will see you over at Mile High Huddle. For the rest of y'all, we'll see you next time.